Welcome to the Taking With You podcast number 52 for January 24th, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. This episode, Jack is back. We talk about Chuck and all about smiling. I'm going to talk about my son Nathan's birthday, my mom and dad's 50th anniversary, and we are going to jump into humor, smiling, and laughter, and the way that it helps us approach life. I think you're going to get a lot out of this one. We've got some special music and some fun things ahead. Stick around for another exciting episode of Take Him With You. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commit. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. Well, it's time once again to find out what's happening at Rick's house. here at the Moyer household we had a very busy busy last week Um, my folks celebrated on Saturday the 16th they celebrated 50 years of marriage and uh, I have two siblings I have a brother that's older than me and and a sister that's older than me and I'm the baby yeah so we all kind of planned out this little uh, get together we were going to throw them a big party but they didn't want one so we decided to uh, book a nice uh, dinner at a very fancy restaurant up in the Olympia area. So we, we went to a place called Anthony's Homeport on the marina. Beautiful, beautiful place. Um, got there and, you know, Amy and I put some flowers and balloons in there. Catherine got some balloons for him. And we got the table all decorated real nice. And they showed up and we had just a wonderful evening along with my brother and my sister and their families. And we got to celebrate 50 years of marriage, and uh, it was great. I asked them, you know, we toasted them and everything and said, uh, you know, what is some advice you can give us for 50 years of marriage? Since uh, I'm going on 24 years, coming up in June, married to Amy, my sister is going on 26 years, I think, and uh, my brother is going on 29 years of marriage. So we've all had long marriages, and... So mom and dad, their advice was, dad said, uh, he was so funny. He goes, you just learn to have the last word, and that is, yes, honey. 
<laughs> I got a kick out of that. I thought that was funny. But uh, no, he he just said, you know, you just got to learn to understand your wife and love her. And and uh, my mom's advice was uh, just, you know, love love your spouse and hang in there with them through the good and the bad times and you'll make it. And so that was that was pretty cool. They, they were just uh, very honored and had a great time. My sister got a really nice cake for them. Um, with fondant. I've always wanted to try fondant. You know, I watch Ace of Cakes and The Cake Boss and all these different goofy shows on the Food Network, but I've never actually eaten fondant. Tried it. It was really yummy. It was it was kind of like, um, say this carefully, circus peanuts. Remember those circus peanuts, the orange ones that, that are made out of marshmallow? Well, that's what it kind of tasted like was marshmallow. So I think that's what fondant is anyway. But uh, anyway, good cake and a really great celebration. And I want to say to my mom and dad, congratulations on 50 years. That's quite an accomplishment. I hope that I can make it that long as well and and into the future. I wish them when we were doing the toast, I told them, here's to 50 more. And they both laughed and gasped at the same time. (laughs) Anyway, that was pretty fun. So congratulations, mom and dad. Of course, now we have a bunch of fun things happening in January here at our house. My son Nathan's birthday is on the 25th, which is um, tomorrow. And then, um, excuse me, my daughter's birthday is on the 30th. So uh, Nathan's on the 25th, Catherine's on the 30th, and we just kind of party it up. So uh, we're such geeks, though, because I asked my son what he wanted for his birthday. And uh, he he's so funny. He said a few little things, and then he goes, but what I really like is a new hard drive for my Mac. And uh, so that's what I got him. Uh, Amy and I went in and, and got him uh, a faster and larger hard drive for his MacBook because he's uh, in film school and they use it all the time for doing uh, video and stuff. So we got him a nice little hard drive. So he was pretty excited. I I asked him and then I went ahead and just sent it down to his school. So he got it in the mail down there. And and, uh, once he puts it in his MacBook, he should be a pretty happy man going fast, fast, fast. Um. In the Macs, it's really interesting, and the hard drives are actually the normal little laptop hard drives that you use in a PC as well. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, But I got him a 7200 RPM, uh, 320 gig, because he only had like, I don't, was it 100 gig or something in his? Anyway, he's going to have a whole bunch more room now, and he's pretty excited about that. For Catherine, it's so funny. She doesn't know this yet. Um, Her birthday's coming up, so don't tell her what I'm getting her, but... um, She's really, um, her and, and Amy have been uh, working on fitness and stuff. And so I got her, um, Amy and I got her a, a wee exercise program at the at the uh, advice of my friend Alan and others that are using the wee fit thing and saying it's awesome. So we got that, wrapped it up and put it in the, uh, put it in a, in a, in a box with some other things to kind of fool her. Um, our last big present to her was a big, huge series of books that she really likes to read. We got it, and she's almost all done with them, and she got them in December. So <laughs> she's a fast reader, and she's cruised through almost eight books. Uh, as soon as she gets done with her school, she pops open that book and starts reading, and she's pretty funny. So uh, we, I don't think we got her any books for her birthday, but we probably should have. Huh? Well, this will be good, though. She'll like the, the Wee Fitness thing, and... Of course, girl stuff. I got a bunch of girl stuff. Ah, so much difference between boys and girls. There really is. And I'm not just the apparent reasons. I'm just pretty amazed. <laughs> oh, well. Let's see what else is going on around our house. Um, oh, we're so excited that Chuck is back. And the third season of Chuck started airing on NBC. Um, have you guys uh, watched that at all? 
Chuck is such a great show. We really, really enjoy it. It's it's humorous and it's gadgety and it's geeky. And I think my favorite um, part is when they're in the Buy More. There's just so many funny characters there. Uh, if you haven't watched Chuck, you should check it out. There's a few adult parts here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty family friendly. And we just really, really enjoy it. And this season is even more fun because Chuck got uh, uploaded with some uh, or down. Well, anyway, I don't know how to describe it without spoiling it. But let's just say he has more abilities this season than he did last. And it's pretty funny to watch. And we've been really, really enjoying it. So uh, kudos to the folks that write for Chuck and and do a great job on that show. Very, very funny. And I don't know about you, but uh, I was excited because Jack is back. <clears throat> That's right. 24 is back on. And... You know, it's so funny. If you've watched 24, I've watched all, this is the eighth season now, and I've watched all the seasons. The first season I actually watched for a few episodes and then didn't watch anymore because it was just too dark and uh, at, Later on, I went back and watched the first season again uh, and then caught the, well, caught the end of it. And then I went back and watched the episodes to catch up. But uh, it's really interesting because 24 definitely is a formula type of program it's it's pretty much basically the same plot every single season um you know something dramatic happens every single hour you know it's totally not feasible even though it's a cool concept to do it in real time it's also a tv show so they can't like put him on a plane and have him travel for six hours because six episodes would be in the air you know so it (laughs) it's really interesting to watch the show um it's the same formula, but I like it for some reason. I don't know why. It's maybe because it's like episodic television, you know. You, 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 it's a soap opera, you know, with guns and Jack. Jack's starting to look a little um, older now after eight seasons. I guess he's. I guess Keith Sutherland is one of the most highest paid actors on television, and you know he he found his niche there. Boy, I'll tell you, he's made some serious bucks off that. But he looks good. I mean. I wish I looked like him. You know, he's fit and he seems to do a great job at his program. So anyway, kudos to him. 24, Jack is back. You have to let me know what you think of the program. Maybe you could send me some comments about Chuck and about Jack or 24. (laughs) You could send me some audio comments or call our voice line. That'd be awesome. Um, 206-414-THWY for taking with you. That's uh, 206-414-8499. Now, you can just go to the website, takehimwithyou.com, and click on the voicemail button. And uh, there's a little widget that if you type in your phone number, I'll call you, and then you can put your... It just calls you automatically, and then you just record your comments. You know, if you have a landline or a cell phone, even, it'll call that. But um, check it out on uh, takehimwithyou.com. We'd love to have your comments on maybe some of the shows you've been watching. Uh, Chuck... And 24 especially, I'd like to hear what you think of this season so far. Um, You can also send me MP3 comments to rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. Let me know what you think. Amy and I talked about The Middle last week. We really like that show. And uh, there's some other shows that we really enjoy watching on the TV. And um, we're curious of what you think. So send your comments in. That would be so awesome. And so what do you think about this big late night war with Conan and Leno and uh, NBC? You know, it's really interesting. I really don't. Uh, every once in a while, I when Conan first started The Tonight Show seven months ago, I started watching a little bit. And then, you know, I don't, I mean, I stay up late, but I don't really usually watch that because I've watched Star Trek or something fun like that. 
But I have to say, with this whole thing, uh, I don't know why it was so fascinating to me what happened with... Um, well, the scenario goes like this. Um, four years ago, five years ago around there, um, Jay Leno was approached by NBC to hand the show over to Conan O'Brien um, after after four years. And then they were they put Jay in primetime at 10 o'clock, and, and uh, the ratings didn't go so well for either of them. Uh, uh, Conan got the Tonight Show, and he was trying to establish it and get it going. And well, anyway, long story short, the network backed out of their whole thing, and it caused a big, huge stink. And a bunch of people took sides, and all you know, politics, 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 politics. But really, when it comes to entertainment and NBC, it's all about money. Is that's what it really is all about. And unfortunately, in life, I think the reason that I related so much with this whole thing is because I went through a similar situation at a church, of all places, when it boiled down to what people wanted, what people didn't want, and um, it was it's really, really interesting. So I kind of watched this and kind of felt bad for Conan, even though, gosh, the guy's a millionaire. It's not like he's never going to do anything again. But anyway, it's just the principle of things when people can mess you over uh, politically, when all you want to do is do your job, you know, all Conan wants to do is take care of his staff and do a funny show. And of course, he wasn't able to do that. And it's, it's a big mess. But anyway, by the time you hear this, I'm sure everything is sealed up and ready to go. And Jay Leno's moving back to the Tonight Show. And Conan will probably be on a different network with a different show and so on and so forth. But, uh, I'd be curious to hear what you thought about the whole late night fiasco. I think the reason, like I said before, I really uh, followed it closely is because of that same type of feeling I had. And uh, it's it's amazing uh, when you get a group of people together, the power structure that happens. And unfortunately, it happens in all walks of life. If you've been involved in any type of thing with a group of people, you always know there'll be some people there that have your best interest in heart and others that don't. So very, very interesting, and I found myself kind of getting wrapped up in it a little bit when it really doesn't matter. You know, really right now in our world today, the thing that really matters right now is is helping the people of Haiti with that horrible catastrophe with the earthquake and everything. And of course, you know, Amy and I talked about how you could uh, give to help that. We did. Uh, we used iTunes. We went to iTunes and clicked on the Haiti Relief, the Red Cross there, and we gave a donation to the Red Cross to help the people of Haiti, and we suggest that you do the same thing too. Okay, enough of all that. That's what's going on at our house. Let's talk about some words of wisdom. I think today, yes, we are on Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. The serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. 
And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, Um, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is it that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And then Adam, he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. And then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. I'm a television junkie, and the real world stumps me. I got a lot of problems. Why don't somebody solve them? Hello, this is. No, I was going to say this is Angela. <laughs> that wouldn't. That work. wouldn't be appropriate. No, because I'm not Angela, <laughs> and I'm not Jen, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Oh, let's do that. Okay. 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 Uh, go, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Just say hello. This is not Jen. <laughs> no, this is not Angela. And I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It, it is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then I, should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Rick! 
<laughs> when you're done, please come listen to the Anomaly Podcast at anomalypodcast.com. <laughs> it was like the best accidental promo oh, I ever. I know. It's what we're good at. They have such a fun show. You really need to listen to it. If you like sci-fi kind of stuff and uh, geeky goodness... I wanted to take just a few moments to ask for your help. Um, again, if you've been following Take Him With You at all, you know that we are going to celebrate one year on uh, doing podcasts this next week. We just got done celebrating the Big 50 podcast. And of course, we put out the Midweek Booster as well. So we've got 130 or so uh, different offerings up on iTunes and on the, on the Take Him With You site. But I wanted to ask, here we are in the year 2010, and uh, we know we have quite a few listeners now because we can track how many people download the program. Of course, it doesn't tell us if they actually listen to it, but it does say that they've downloaded it. And, uh, you know, we're averaging some some nice numbers here, uh, but we are really seriously in need of some financial help to keep this podcast going. Um, I run a little business here that uh, really basically I do the podcast and a few extra odd jobs here and there, but it's not enough money to pay all of our bills. And so we're asking if you could think um, in the year 2010, perhaps you could uh, help us out a little bit each month. We're not looking to get rich. We just want to be able to pay the bills and uh, continue on with our family and encourage you every week. So if you find it in your heart and you can uh, slip us 20, 30 bucks a month, that would be just awesome. And we would so much appreciate that. Um, if Actually, if everybody that listened only gave a couple of bucks, we would have more than enough to take care of all the bills. But uh, that doesn't seem to be the case usually. So, But we still want to make sure that the podcast is free to everyone that wants to listen. But if you have some extra money, maybe you'd sacrifice a pizza one night to, to uh, continue uh, take him with you going strong. But that's, our vision is to get out there, encourage people with a message of hope, and, uh, and just encourage people in kind of a dark world to be... Have a little more light in it and uh, have a great time being creative and geeky and, and fun. So if you can help us with that, that would be awesome. Okay, enough of that. I don't like begging for money. It makes me crazy. Wish we didn't have to. But uh, if you can help out, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. And as, as always, please pray for us as we continue to go forward with uh, all sorts of great messages coming out in the next year. Thanks. Oh, you can go to the website and use PayPal if you want to. It's uh, takehimwithyou.com. TakeHimWithYou.com and just click on the donate button or uh, sign up for our newsletter that we give out every Monday morning. Okay, bless you. Yes, yes, yes. We have a fun online presence, and if you'd like to be part of what's going on, you can visit us at TakeHimWithYou.com, or you can follow us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer. 
If you'd like to listen to some of my music and some parody songs from Star Trek and other science fiction genres, you can head to ChristRocks.com slash parody, P-A-R-O-D-Y. That's ChristRocks.com slash parody. If you'd like to follow along on Twitter, it's at Moyer777. Check it all out. I'll be there waiting. I'd love to have you be a friend on Facebook or follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you if you'll follow me. Have a great time. And, of course, you can always email me at Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Visit our website today. TakeHimWithYou.com. Time once again for Food for Thought on Taking With You. Get ready to smile! Ever since I was a little kid, I've always loved to laugh, and uh, it has been quite an experience. I like to make people laugh, and I love jokes and humor and fun things and parties, and it's just my personality. And you know how there's different personalities in the world. I mean, you look around at your friends and family. And you can see there's some people that really are into humor, some that aren't, some that are into dry humor, some that aren't, uh, some people just aren't, they just don't, they're not humorous at all. And that doesn't mean that anybody's bad or good. It's just, we all have different personalities. And in particular, as I was growing up, I remember just really enjoying, I was, I smiled a lot, laughed a lot and had a good time, was fascinated with science fiction and uh, magic and stuff like that to entertain people and all this jazz. And so I just kind of, I guess I'm naturally an optimist and have in the past have really looked at things in a real positive light. What I've noticed is that as time goes on, even happy people can get depressed or upset or, or kind of quash their spirit a little bit um, as time goes on in the circumstances that we go through. And I, I would have to say that in my lifetime, there's been a few times I've gone from a, a a very happy person to a kind of withdrawn a little bit simply because of circumstances. Usually it's not by my own choice that I've that the circumstances happen. You know, I find myself in situations or I mean I mean obviously we're all we all have a little bit to do with where we're at obviously because of the choices we make. But what I mean is that most of the time it's been disappointment in other people or or situations that have occurred that have affected me that have caused me to kind of lose my humor at times. But uh, even during during those times, I've always enjoyed wit and puns and, and humor and stuff like that. There's a, a really cool scripture in the Bible that I just, I love it, love it, love it, love it. And here's what it says. It's in Proverbs chapter 17, and it says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. It's really, really true, too. I mean, people that have a positive outlook and can laugh about things instead of cry about them, 
many times have a, a better chance at, at having a more fulfilling and um, happy life, if that makes sense. Um, but a broken spirit, you know, when you go encounter rough things and things happen to you that are really tough, it can really dry out your bones. In other words, it can really, it, disappointment can really hurt. Um, I've heard another scripture that says, uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, but there are there's so many passages in scripture, I could read a whole bunch of them, but suffice it to say, there's a bunch of passages about joy. And joy doesn't necessarily mean that you... Um, are happy all the time. You just have, there's a hope in your heart. And I think that's what humor is, is designed to do. I think God created humor for us to laugh and to lighten up the situations because I know for me, when I laugh or when I smile, it really helps out. I did a little uh, informal Facebook uh, question and I asked the question, how does smiling help you? And I got a whole bunch of responses on Facebook uh, Melissa says, I smile while I count to 10 so I don't jump over the counter and strangle my customers. <laughs> that does help. Um, Natalie says, it exercises my f- uh, facial muscles. That's my workout for the day. <laughs> I like that. Adam says, uh, strangling customers? <laughs> Good job, Adam. Alicia White, um, she says, I thought it took more muscles to frown. Uh, when I smile at people, they usually smile back, and then uh, that always feels good. And you know, I found that too. You know, sometimes I know in some places, some cities and towns, that if you smile at somebody, they look at you really awkward. Here in us, I live in a very small town, and if I smile, usually people smile back unless they don't like me much, and then I don't know what to do about that. But uh, I have noticed that not a lot of people smile nowadays, so it's always good to smile at folks, and it usually causes them to smile back. Sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, Timothy says, um, I'm just kidding about the the customer bit. Um, but uh, we've actually had a very nice amount of people here lately. I think they've been, um, I think they quit being so complaining about prices. Okay, Tim, that's cool. Wendell says, uh, how does smiling help you? It makes people wonder what I'm up to. <laughs> I've seen that shirt before. Smile. It makes people wonder what you've been up to. That's very funny. Um, Allie says, uh, smiling helps me to keep calm even when I'm overwhelmed. You know, that's that's true. I mean, I, I know I've been in some really rough things, and when I smile, it, it does, it tends to uh, brighten my mood a little bit. Um, John says, smiling is my favorite. Smiling is good because it bothers Republicans. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, John. Larry says, smile. It improves your face value. Boom. Nice. Uh, uh, Joanne says, it helps take the pain away, which is true sometimes. It really does. Um, what? How does smiling help you? Ollie says, I smile even when everything around me tells me I shouldn't. Uh, Matt, Matthew says, I smile because people normally tell me I don't and that I'm always so serious. Then when I do smile, they tell me not to because I look dorky. But at the end... We all get a good laugh. That's good, Matthew. Heather says, I'm always smiling. Always. Even when it's not a time I should be. I guess that's why my nickname is Smiley. <laughs> LOL. And then Carrie says, uh, fake smiles at a time of ick often turn the situation around, at least your perception of it. And again, you know, if you, if you start, thank you, by the way, everybody for your comments on the Facebook poll about smiling. I think that's hilarious. Um, you did a great job there. Uh, it's really true. It's all about attitude, isn't it? There have been so many studies done on laughter and how it helps us. 
um, I was over at um, uh, helpguide.org and talking about life's challenges and stuff. And I was reading a whole um, article on laughter is the best medicine is what it was called. It was talking about the benefits of laughter. Now, this is really interesting. You ready for this? Laughter actually relaxes the whole body. A good hearty laugh relieves physical tension and stress, leaving your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes afterwards. Isn't that cool? Laughter boosts the immune system. Laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies, thus improving our resistance to disease. How cool is that? Laughter triggers the release of endorphins, the body's natural feel-good chemicals. Endorphins promote an overall sense of well-being and can even be temporarily relieving of pain, which is kind of cool. That's true. You know, I've had a headache before, and... Uh, somebody got me to laugh, and, and I always feel better. Just, in fact, it was interesting. On Sunday, I was just feeling down. You, you ever have those days when you just have a day that's you're just feeling yucky? You just You can't stay positive. It's just a real hassle. And I knew, you know what I know when I get that way? I start getting grumpy around my, my family. And um, I have a friend that lives close by, and I, I texted him, and we started talking back and forth. And I said, can I just come talk? So I knew that I needed to get out of the funk that I was in. So I went over and I sat down and we started to talk and and I started to smile. And, you know, we talked for a good couple hours. I just really needed a friend to talk with, you know. And he made me smile a whole bunch. And as a result of that, the, the headache that I had started going away and I started to feel a whole lot better about life. It's just there's something about laughing and smiling that really, really does something physically to us. Um, even on this article that I read, it says laughter protects the heart. Laughter improves the function of blood vessels and increases blood flow, which can help protect you against a heart attack and other cardiovascular problems. So, you know, when you um, when you mix in um, humor and laughter into your life, it's just so much better. Uh, so the physical benefits, it boosts immunity, it lowers stress hormones, it decreases pain, relaxes your muscles, prevents heart disease. But what about the mental thing? The mental benefits of humor. You know, it adds joy and zest to life. We all like to be around a funny person. Now, I'm going to talk about different kinds of humor because there are some people that are sarcastic. And even though that's funny in a way, it, it doesn't it doesn't help as much as kind of, I don't know how to describe it. There, there's different types of humor, but I'll get to there in a moment. But uh, the other mental health benefits of laughter is it relieves stress, anxiety, fear, it improves our mood. It enhances our resilience. If we can laugh about ourselves and and uh, and laugh with ourselves, um, there's social benefits to to it too. It strengthens relationship. People like to be around happy people and joyful people. Um, it attracts others to us. It enhances teamwork. It's always good to be on a team with people that are fun to get along with and and have fun working together. Um, it helps diffuse conflict. It's pretty hard to be mad at someone that you're laughing with. It really is. And it really promotes group bonding. So when you're in a group of people, you know, when you can laugh together, it really causes some good things to happen. I know we're not all in those situations. I, you know, I went from being in a very team atmosphere where I had a lot of people that I worked with and, uh, and, and I led a team and I, would, uh, and I was on a team. And we oftentimes had a really great time and we really bonded over laughing and 
enjoying humor and stuff like that. It was really fun. Now that I'm, you know, work for myself and, and I'm by myself quite a bit, it's a whole different scene. I have to really motivate myself. Of course, I have some really good friends online like you, my listeners, and uh, different people that I contact every day that really put a smile on my face. One of my good friends, Kenny from California, he always encourages me and puts a smile on my face. I have uh, Jeff up in Canada is also a guy that really helps me. Jen from uh, Texas really is a, a blessing to me too. He just makes me smile and look at things from a different perspective. And of course, my friend Wendell here in, in town that I that I live in, I can go sit down with him or go out to lunch or something with him. And he's always a, a real blessing to me, makes me smile and, and it really, really helps. So I just encourage you, look around and try to find some people that... Um, that you know supports you and and that you can smile with. A lot of times just smiling, forcing yourself to smile helps. It it just does. But I want to talk about the two different kinds of humor because I believe there's there's humor about things that are genuinely funny or genuinely funny, but I also think that there's there's a bad humor. Now, I know that people say, well, humor is just humor. But, you know, a knife is just, you know, it can cut things when we want to, uh, you know, cut up our steak and eat it and it can nourish us and everything. But a knife can also kill people. I think humor has a tendency. It can be really good for us or it can be really bad for us. Now, let me explain what I mean. I think that sarcastic humor, even though at times it's very funny and I think there's a place for it. I think, though, that um, sometimes you can be around people that are sarcastic and they put people down. Somebody the other day I was explaining it about um, the like the late night uh, TV host wars that are going on with Conan and Conan O'Brien and Jay Leno. Uh, people described um, Conan's humor as being uh, much more. He laughs about himself a lot, and and Jay makes fun of people. And there's a difference. And I think that's why some people, some of the younger generation really like Conan because he's just goofy. Uh, and Jay, on the other hand, is a little more, um, what do they call it? He just he puts people down more, if that makes sense. And so there's, there's a difference in the type of humor that you may enjoy. Um, I know for me, I don't like the humor that is sarcastic as much. Now, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, I've been, I do like some of that kind of humor. But Sarcasm always has a grain of truth in it, and if you've ever been on the other end of sarcasm when somebody's making fun of you, it is not a good feeling. And and I think that's why sometimes, you know, we laugh at things that are funny, but they're sometimes they're harmful. So I think I think it's important for us as human beings to use humor in the right way. And <clears throat> it's why I don't like some like I a lot of my friends like some of these um uh what's the guy that does Family Guy and others um he does some of these shows, and I don't really like the shows that much because um, they're just they're just kind of mean. I mean, they're funny, don't get me wrong, but they're, they're just kind of mean sometimes, and I'm just not that way. I'm not a mean person, and I don't like it when people are making fun of other people. It's just not very fun for me. I, I don't enjoy that. doesn't mean it's bad. I'm just saying that, you know, I like to use humor in a good way. I like to make puns and, and have fun with life and everything like that. But, uh, you know, I, I, that's a, one of the reasons I don't like to watch roasts on the comedy channel. They go too far for me. I just don't like making fun of people. That's just my preference. 
um, I, I think there's a way, as far as for me, I, I try to look at humor in a real positive way and try to make, you know, look at life and think of the things that are funny and talk about them that way. And that seems to, to fit better with my personality. Of course, there's some people that have a more dry personality and, you know, a little more dry wit and humor. And for them, sarcasm is just really fun. I had a friend that was very, very sarcastic for a long time. And he finally, somebody mentioned to him, you know, you're a very funny guy, but you need to tone it down a bit because you're you're really causing some waves and this guy actually listened and toned it down a bit and he's very funny very witty but he realized he was hurting some people's feelings by being you know too coarse with his uh his jesting <laughs> if that makes sense i don't know if i'm making any sense here gee whiz um i had some people uh give me some one-liners on facebook i'll read them t- to you I said, looking for some clean one-liners for the show. Have any good ones? Uh, Dana says, I went to the fights and the hockey game broke out. I should turn on my, yeah, that's what I should do. I should turn on my keyboard so we have uh, some uh, um, some actual drum drum bits going on. <laughs> Here we go. I think I got it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so now I can can read some more for you. Uh, here's another one. Cindy says, two snowmen are standing in a field. One says to the other, funny, I smell carrots too. Okay. Uh, the church janitor was also the organist and had to watch his keys and pews. <laughs> nice. Uh, Eric says, I think animal testing is a terrible idea. They get all nervous and give the wrong answers. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, why did the blonde girl get fired from the M&M factory? She was throwing away all the W's. <laughs> I can laugh. I'm kind of blonde. I used to be really blonde, but I'm not as blonde anymore. Okay, let me see. Um, Jeff says, why is six scared of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I said, these are awesome. Did you hear the one about the human cannonball? He was hired and fired all in the same day. Oh, but that wasn't a very good rim shot. Sorry about that. Angela says, what did the farmer say when he lost his tractor? Where's my tractor? Okay. <laughs> That's guy. What did the Lone Ranger say when he saw his horse coming? Here comes my horse. Uh, let me see. John says, my girlfriend says, three men walk into a bar and one ducks. Okay. Uh, Larry says, it's time to fish or cut bait. Or you better decide if you're the one hanging on the cross or banging in the nails. Actually, his funny one was, at West Coast Portables, we keep America going, LOL. He owns a sanitation uh, thing where they put porta-potties in at places. There we go. Um, Adam says, let me see, never try to teach a pig to sing. It's a waste of time and annoys the pig. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, and now, let me see. Uh, young Mr. Watermelon and Miss Honeydew wanted to get married, but were worried about the wedding expenses. They decided to ask for advice from their parents, who said, What's the matter, kids? Cantaloupe? <sighs> yeah. Uh, even little kids like him, says Carmen. Uh, surely the cross eyed bear. Get it? Surely the cross eyed bear. Okay. Well, those were uh, interesting. <laughs> Thanks for having the guts to put down a one-liner or a little joke there. That was kind of funny, actually. Uh, but humor is fun, and I think that's why I really enjoy watching comedies that are that are wholesome. And by that, I mean uh, stuff that doesn't have a lot of sexual comments in them. I think sometimes 
I mean, th- those things are funny, but I just kind of feel goofy laughing at stuff that isn't really uplifting. And so, you know, I tend to go for more corny stuff. But then I like corny stuff. It's like I like Napoleon Dynamite. What a great movie. And uh, a lot of people think it's so stupid, but I just think the humor's hilarious in that. So, so goofy. <laughs> I can't help it. I like it. I like it. So for me, I try to make a goal of using humor to encourage people and lifting them up. And I'm just... I guess the goal of this show today was to say, keep smiling, smile, open up your heart, let let things be okay, you know, don't take things so seriously, don't sweat the small stuff, everything's small stuff, and, uh, you know, start smiling at others and see if they smile back. I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, Amy and I get Reader's Digest, not because, I always thought it was an old fogies magazine, you know, but I actually get Reader's Digest and I read the joke section all the time because... It just, I don't know, it inspires me and it makes me laugh. And I like to laugh because laughing makes me feel better. I'd like to play a song for you. that I, it's, a, it's a song by the David Crowder Band. And I just think it's really cool. It's called, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Our Love is Loud, I think is the name of it. And it's just it's got a cool line in it that says, uh, when we laugh, fill our smiles with you. And uh, I just think that's really cool because I think God invented humor for goodness sakes, look at the things around. Look at the giraffe. That's hilarious. I mean, look in the mirror. That's hilarious. That's so funny. But Oh, wait a minute. You know, I, I just think God had such a sense of humor when he made the starfish and different things like that and the cucumber. I just, the, you got to laugh at life. You got to laugh with life. It makes it so much easier. So here's the song. I'll be back in a moment. Yeah. 
That's the David Crowder Band. Our love is loud. Great, great album called Can You Hear Us? I'll have notes in the podcast if you'd like to pick up a copy of that album, the CD, which I love and I play it all the time because it's cool. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast about humor. I was thinking about um, how I present things to people about my faith and just in general. And I realized that I use a lot of humor in my presentation because people when you when you use humor are more likely to listen because they're enjoying the conversation and that's what I do. I, I really enjoy um, making people laugh and chuckle and you know really opening their heart up and then see then I can present a serious message um, because people feel comfortable they they feel real they feel like they are you know that they are open and warm and I just think it's really important. I think we need a lot more humor today than than yesterday. I think I think it's important that we enjoy humor. That's why I always recommend to people that if they're depressed or sad, you know, watch a funny movie or you know, uh, be around somebody who's funny and and just you know allow yourself to laugh because laughter is just is such a wonderful medicine. Bible says it is. And I really believe what the Bible has to say. So just want to encourage you to enjoy life and to uh, smile a lot more than you usually do. I know things aren't always easy. And, you know, I'm kind of preaching to the choir here because I need it just as much as anybody else. I go through days when it's tough. Change is hard and life is not always what we expect it to be. But it is a lot easier and a lot better when we can smile. I have a challenge for you, a little bit of homework why don't you see if you can make someone smile this week? Maybe you can make somebody's day by complimenting them or encouraging them or writing a nice email to them or doing something that would make them smile. Maybe you could smile at a stranger when you're getting your coffee in the morning or or just be pleasant to someone and, and watch how that's contagious. Smiling is a good thing, especially for those of us that um, have that ability to encourage others. Try it out, you know, give it a shot. 
try and make somebody smile and see if it help, not only helps them, but helps you too. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it, and I hope you're smiling right now. Uh, you know, no matter what's going on, it always could be worse. So, so smile, you're breathing, you're sucking air. This is a good thing. And you have the ability to cheer somebody up today. So uh, I hope that you do that. Next week, we are going to cover a topic that uh, has been requested by a few of the listeners and especially timely with the earthquake in Haiti. Natural catastrophes. Are they really acts of God? Why do bad things happen to good people. We're going to talk about that. Uh, if God is so loving and so uh, omnipotent and, uh, and, and omniscient, omniscient, can I say that correctly? If he if he's such a loving God, why does he allow bad things to happen? Great question. And we're going to tackle it on next week's program. All right. Amy and I would love to hear from you. Why don't you email us rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. You can also visit our website, takehimwithyou.com, and uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Just click on links and you will find your way. So until next week, keep smiling and don't ever forget to take him with you. I'm Rick Moyer. Bless you. See you next week. Oh, when you're smiling. When you're smiling. The whole world smiles with you, baby, baby. Yes, when you laughing, when you laughing, yes, the sun. Shining through, but when you crying, you bring on the rain. So stop your sighing, baby, and be happy again. Yes, and keep. Keep on smiling Keep on smiling baby And I hope Take Him With You is a production of Moyer Multimedia LLC. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. 
Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumours as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. So come and share the Appy Times with me. Thank you. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2, as well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo!